Uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, as we come to worship on this uh, special day, not that it's necessarily any more special than any other time that we gather um, to worship a God who is alive and who is well. Uh, but as we gather this morning, um, for those who are watching online, you'll maybe notice that our, our seating arrangements are a little bit different. Uh, we're around tables this morning. Uh, hopefully we've partook of some of the food as we've come through the door if you're here um, and the tables are there for a reason. You'll find out as we go along today uh, as well. So um, in Children's Day, the children will take part in lots of different aspects of the service today and will lead us through many of it uh, as well um, as Father's Day, uh, which we uh, celebrate um, today um, across uh, the world. Uh, many people gather um, to give thanks uh, for their fathers. So as we begin, um, let's just bow our heads in prayer. Traditionally, today is a time to celebrate our fathers, our father-like figures who've nurtured our lives in faith. But for many, this time comes with a painful association of fatherhoods or feelings of inadequacy or loss. But in Jesus Christ, we are given both comfort and family. We've come together today to give thanks to God for all those people who've nurtured us and to offer ourselves to nurture others with God's help. We come also to acknowledge the pain of a hurting world where we fail to nurture each other, we've come to worship our Heavenly Father, the one who knows us, created us, and seeks to receive again from His strength, compassion, and His mercy that we need for today. In His name we pray. Amen. Uh, our first scripture as we open today is Psalm 103, verse 13. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear Him. Today's reading comes from Matthew chapter 6 and starts at verse 5. And when you pray, do not forget to have your prayers. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by men. I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts, as we have also been forgiven our debts. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. It's always tricky sharing this with James. <clears throat> do you know, this is the first anniversary of us introducing you to this church. Last, last Children's Day, Garth was here for the very first time. He's got a lot cheekier over the year, hasn't he? Not more uh, confident in how he addresses that. Anyway, just... <laughs> <laughs> I know, we've, we've lost them all the beads anyway, so it's fine. Uh, no, no, this is the first... Uh, last Sunday was technically my last Sunday, though, under my official Deacon internship, so I'm not under control of college anymore, so it's fine. I'm, just, I'm here voluntary now. Um, it's nice to be here. It's nice to join with uh, families around tables this morning. Uh, it's great as we gather together to worship the Lord's Prayer 
um, and, and, and to learn more about it. Um, I've got, we all hopefully got our bracelets on, going to wear them throughout the week. Uh, men, I'll be uh, golfing tomorrow night. I'll be expecting these still to be on. I will be checking for them uh, to make sure those out at the, the barbecue are wearing them also. I'll begin by telling you about Sarah and I going to a wedding last year. Um, we went to a wedding. It was a girl that used to work with Sarah, um, and they, were, they worked together in an a, a IT company in the keyboard factory, but this girl got let go for not putting in enough shifts. And <laughs> Thank you, thank you. That's my dad joke. Wasn't in a keyboard factory. They worked together, and uh, we were invited to their wedding in uh, the chapel. And so it was a bit of a different atmosphere to be in. We were learning the appropriate times, when to genuflect and when to not, trying to be in under the radar to make sure no one notices the token Protestants hiding in the back of this wedding service. And then the Lord's Prayer hit. And they went through, but deliver us from the evil one. And then I started into, for thine be the, and realized I was the only one in the room going and everyone turned to spot us. Um, and so that was my introduction into realizing that the Protestants put a bit extra in the end of it, which is always good for us to remember. And the kids have taught us about it so well today. They've gone through it. We've got uh, reminders of it. We've had songs for it. We have actions for it, which I'm still not 100% sure of. Uh, but so much of this passage could, could fuel much of our conversation. So today on Father's Day, we're going to focus not on the big long passage that we asked Rebecca to read at a quarter past ten, but rather we're going to focus on the first two words of the Lord's Prayer. Because that's what we're going to focus on and bring our attention to today. So you don't necessarily need your Bibles in front of you today because we're just going to look at our Father. Our Father is the, the focus that we bring on Father's Day to look at this story. This uh, Lord's Prayer was brought and taught to the disciples and it was not taught as a family prayer or a children's prayer or a prayer that was for young young people to use at, at appropriate times but rather this was the disciples prayer this was a prayer taught to adults as this is how we pray and so we gather today with our children learning it but realizing that this is an all-age prayer that we all must know inside and out as it teaches us how we talk to God. It's broken down into very simple categories as we pray first to God and then we bring our focuses to ourselves afterwards. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name and then we move on to ourselves afterwards. Give us our daily bread, forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. It focuses on uh, the past, the present, and the future. Not necessarily in that order, but it's give us our daily bread, uh, forgive us the past, forgive us what we've done wrong, and help us in the future to not go into temptation. But the start is the important bit. The start of our Father. For those of you who joined us in the prayer room at Easter during Holy Week, uh, we, we had the whiteboard up, and we asked people to write down different names used to describe God. What names do we use? And those are still up on the whiteboard. Some of them have started to be rubbed out a little bit. But the words saviour, creator, lots of magnificent words that described 
our Lord and our King, our King of Kings. But in this passage, Jesus intentionally uses the term Father. This is the name that he picks. This is the name that he says when you are praying, you are speaking to Father. And Father means something different for many different people. For some of us, we hear the term Father and it brings up good, positive imagery in our hearts. We think of the positive relationships we might have with our fathers in our lives or to male role models in our lives. Yet for others, this is slightly more difficult. One of the things I always think of uh, when I hear the term father is someone who comes and, and fixes things. That whenever we bought our first house, it was dad who came and rewired some of the plug sockets or it was dad who came and ripped out the fir tree at the front window, blocking the light, even though it was a rental house, and we definitely shouldn't have done that. But it was a father that can get away with it and do that. It's fathers that, uh, maybe my father-in-law, we have an unspoken rule that he fixes my car and I fix his computer. We learn that actually as fathers, they're the ones that come and fix things for us. In our youth center a few months ago, uh, a football hit a light switch and the light switch shattered into lots of tiny pieces. We'll ignore the fact that the light switch was in the kitchen and why there was a football in the kitchen. That's a different side of the story. But I was aware that this light switch needed to be repaired, but I was also aware it was pitch black. So I asked a young person to come and hold a torch for me while I started to fiddle with electrical wires, um, which I forgot to... You only ever electrocute yourself once and you remember not to do it. And there was a small moment that two brown wires touched each other and there was an explosion of light and then I remembered to go and turn the circuit breaker off. But as I rewired a new plug-in, he was holding the torch for me and he said, you know, I've never had a dad to hold the torch for. And actually for some people, the act of a father or a male role model in their life means so much that as fathers and as dads and as male role models, there are small things that will happen in our everyday lives that we are called to do as just little acts of, um, of ritual that mean so much for people and how we fix and how we care. And a father's love is equal to a mother's love, but so different in many ways. It is so much more, <laughs> in my relationship it's, it, with my father, it's a practical, caring love uh, of support in a very different way from a mother's love at times. And for me, when I read this passage, I know what our father means to me and the imagery that creates in my life. And I think Jesus has used this imagery on purpose. He wants people to be connected in this tender love of I would do anything for this person. And when we pray, this is the name we are taught to use. But yet, we are not taught to pray, my father. We are taught to pray, our father. Because this is a collective term for all of us. We are all together with our father. Our father in a family together. Our family where we are all equal. Where no child is loved more than another, no matter what they do. That our father brings us, whether you are 
serving him every day or whether you remember about him once a week. That doesn't impact the Father's love for you, for the people in our community, for all that we meet, that our Father brings us together. And more so as we come to worship our Father, that as we look at the center of our wristbands, the center or the third color we come across here is our purple. Our purple, which, as we've learned from Lydia and uh, a few weeks ago, was the, per- was the color of royalty. That we are in a royal family together. That this is not just any family, but a royal family. A royal family with an inheritance to come, which is vast beyond all of our understanding. That this is the family we gather together under. This is the family that we represent as we go out to meet other people. That we are a community that represents a holy, great kingdom. And that we, very simply, are taught to shine. Shine from the inside out. Sometimes we, the, the lyrics of our, of our kids' songs are the ones which speak the deepest in our theology at times. There was a theologian once asked to summarize all of his, his learning and education into one sentence and he came out with Jesus loves me this I know for the Bible tells me so the message that our children present to us this morning are the most important lessons we need to remember in our daily walks with Christ and just as we are special as we are royalty under Christ as we are royal with him and we take that message out We must remember, too, that he is royal. For his, for for thine be the glory. For Christ's royal glory is why we gather together. Just why we meet together here every week on multiple occasions. For Christ's royalty. For God as the king above all kings. I work in Killacomain Junior High School uh, one day a week. And the... The king came over to visit, and he, he visited Armagh a few uh, weeks ago. And it's really interesting hearing the word Armagh in the news. It's pronounced so differently. Never does the North, Northern Irish accent seem so broad as when using the word Armagh. And he was over visiting Armagh, and some of our, uh, of some of our students from Killacomain Junior High got to go and meet him and shake his hand and they were there and they actually made it onto the BBC News in their uniforms there, shaking his hand and saying hello as he walked past. And as this head of the royal family walked past, there were security around him. There were security in the homes around him. There were security scattered amongst the students and other people who were waiting to meet him and have a chance to say hello to this uh, royal person as they walked past yet the christ that we worship the christ that we gather here today to talk about is one who meets with us who is one that we can approach this was groundbreaking in terms of uh spirituality of the day for jesus and the disciples so often different gods and deities were worshipped that were worshipped out of fear. They were worshipped out of reverence and respect. And yes, we still have that within our faith. However, 
This was a God which was suddenly approachable. A God who we can know and love, that we can come close to, that we can forever have a conversation with, who cares about us and our lives. For our King, our Savior, our Creator of the universe is our Father. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that as we gather together, that as our children teach us this morning, that we learn of you, our Father who art in heaven. Thank you for all that you do for us, for the fact that you are close to us, near to us, that you love us in a way that words cannot possibly describe, that there is nothing we can do that can separate ourselves from your love. May we come to know you more. May we bring your kingdom here on earth May we trust in you for our daily bread. May you forgive us for what we do wrong. And may we have the courage and wisdom to forgive others also. Father, lead us not into sin. Keep us away from the temptation we face in our lives. And deliver us from the evil one. For Heavenly Father, yours is the kingdom. Yours is the glory. And yours is the power. Forever and ever. Amen. Uh, well, we'll conclude today by saying the grace together. Uh, if you're comfortable keeping your eyes open and looking around as we declare that moment uh, over each other. First, the grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much.